When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case Watch. Confirming the body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I'm the holster, and I'm here to stand in the corner with the lovely Miss Charity and handsome Mark Beaudry, the best mixed gender tag team in the true crime podcasting history. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I'm going to be standing there with the 24-inch pythons. And what you're going to do about that? Nothing. You can't stop them. They're the best true crime podcast that's out there, brother. So all you other true crime podcasts need to ask yourself one question. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when Case Watch Mania, Hulkamania, and the Crime Freaks come running wild all over you, brother? I don't know what I'm gonna do. I feel scared now. I loved it. Hey, you know what, Mark? Guess what? Um, It's sunny out. That and the ghost of Gilbert and the Hulkster, same same person, reached out to me um, via messenger because no, he's mine. Nope, nope. I, cl- I laid out. claim to him. He he heard the episode where we spoke about and him and how you said that he liked you better. So he just wanted to let me know that he does find you very very cool. But I'm just as equally as cool as you. Ah, she's okay. So I just want to let you know and. If you guys um, go to the Crime Creep page, uh, the ghost of Gilbert and or the Hulkster has shown themselves. Yes. Yes, he has. I've known who he was the whole time. Yes. Right at the beginning of today's show, I want to give a shout out to one of our creeps, Ariel. Uh, She put something in the Crime Creep page earlier that she was asking for prayers. Yes. One of her friend's cousins who is missing and was presumed dead. And unfortunately they did end up finding him and he is no longer with us. And that's just absolutely horrible. So sad. My heart goes out to the entire family and everyone involved sending prayers and love. So everybody send a little love and prayers to Ariel because she could use it. She's been one of our creeps from almost pretty much the beginning. As far as I can remember, I think she has joined us for our, our movie night that didn't go so well. That's either, right. But- Cause we were trying to see if she was a, a mermaid. That's right. Yeah. I, th- I thought she was. I think she still might be. Lots of other good stuff, though, because we do have to balance it out because there's a lot of sad in the true crime world, but there's a lot of good stuff as well that we need to kind of bring the spirits up. So let's get into a little best of the week. Okay. So <laughs> I love this one. There's a couple in here this week, Charity, that had me uh, lolling out loud, if you get my drift. I absolutely loved it. So one of them was Michael put a a meme in that just says tragedy at workplace man dies after falling into giant coffee vat. <laughs> His wife told reporters, don't worry. He didn't suffer. It was instant. <laughs> I absolutely loved that. One. That's amazing. I love Everybody it. been tossing in their baby pictures in there. My little sister tossed in one that's got me and my entire family. And somebody guessed my dad was me. Yes. And I was like, yeah, that, that's not me. Yep. <laughs> I should throw some more and I had some really good ones. I think you should. Another one of the ones that absolutely made me burst out laughing, and I was sitting on the couch, and I, I had to click it. 
And it was from Jennifer Green, and it says, For all of those lawn and garden creeps, wink, wink, Mark, LOL. And you click it, and it opens it up, and it's a newscast, and they're talking about it being um, na- National Gardening Nude Week or whatever it was. <laughs> and this, this old newscaster is next to a younger one. So the older one's a male, the younger one's a female. And then he looks at her and he's like, Oh, yeah, I'd love to see all the hoes. And, uh, and she looks at him like, Wait, what? And he's like, yeah, and like trowels and uh, mulch. And it's like, buddy, you are digging your hole deeper and oh deeper. Oh, my God. And she, you know how, what's the big thing you're supposed to do? You're supposed to keep it professional and keep it this and keep it that. And she was having none of it because she was laughing her buttocks off. Buttocks. Oh, hey, Mark. Hey, Charity. Uh, Julie Cameron um, sent the video of this. A TikTok woman who fell off of her roller skates and broke her ankle. Yeah, and tagged you. I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk about that. Yeah, she was. uh, She was a good sport about it. Did you watch the video? Yes, I actually saw the video on actual TikTok. I so at first I thought she like hurt her back. I didn't Mm -mm. see what had happened because then all of a sudden I rewatched it and she was commenting to me. She's like, "Yeah, call nine one one." I broke my ankle and I'm like, "Wait, I thought you hit your butt." Then I watched the video again and I was like, "Oh my god!" You can see the leg go whoop. And you can see the ankle facing the wrong I'm way. Like, yeah. Fun fact, that happened to charity guys, not on roller skates. Ooh, really? You knew that about me. I didn't know it happened that bad. I slipped on black ice and my ankle literally severed all of the bones Ooh. that hold your, your foot onto your leg. And it was facing the wrong way dangling. It was not fun. Just letting you guys know. No, that. if you have a body part dangling, other than yeah. the ones that are supposed so to, I have it's a, never a good thing. I have a bionic ankle on my left. Look my at left that. ankle. Yeah, it's bionic. Guys, last call for Secret Santa Christmas in July as well. I, I think it might be one day left to get on it once this comes out. So I'm going to put this out tomorrow, which will be Monday. Everyone's looking at us like, you know, what are you talking about? We don't know what day it is. Exactly. We're recording Sunday, Sunday. right before this episode comes out. Sunday, so fun day. Sunday, fun day. Yeah, it's because Mark and Charity have been extremely, extremely busy this we week. We have. Char- oh, Mark. What's that? Um. Joanne Caldwell shared a post and said, meow. So it's a picture of a man in front of a fireplace with his cat. And it says the word homeowner has the word meow in it. Love this. Good good luck pronouncing it correctly ever again. You're welcome. (laughs) It throws me back to one of the favorite lines that happened in one of those movies that I really like, which was Super Troopers. And he had to say meow. He's like, Meow, how, what you doing out there today? You know how fast Meow are going? <laughs> and if you haven't seen those movies, those are the just funny, dumb ones that just make me see, you know, super happy. And they're just great. Totally great. Oh, and also people are still posting their animals. Yes, I love that. That's an yep. ongoing thing. Abby posted Goliath, the crime creep. And he looks like he is smiling in the picture and is absolutely <laughs> adorable. I like that. Absolutely. Sharna Jacobs posted feet now <gasps> a device used for kind finding cat barf in the dark. If I only could tell uh, you how many times I do that with Sophie throw yep. up. Oh, I hate it. So Sharna Jacobs sent me a message that she told me I could read. Oh, so we go. had the new. We didn't even plan this out. No, we had the new Triple D song. That came out. <laughs> yes. Okay. This, it's a love-hate relationship with a lot of people in that song. So I'm going to read exactly what she wrote. He, he, he. I've got a story for you. I decided to message you instead of posting because Mark is always getting things and keeping them for himself. True story. Love that, Sharna. Thank you for acknowledging that. True story. I was to- I was totally that creep today. I was getting ready to go to my side hustle and realized I was hungry. I turned on my phone to listen to your podcast as I went to the McDonald's. There was probably about 10 vehicles, all with windows down around me, and I'm waiting for my turn to order. I realize I'm still listening on my phone and take advantage of the time of the wait time by switching over to my car's Bluetooth. I had about one full second before, hey, Mr. Douchebag, what's your ego so Why's your <laughs> ego so massive? Came boldly out of my very large, loud st- stereo. I was so embarrassed and flustered and completely entertained that it took me a bit to get it turned down. I was laughing so hard because it's the perfect song for this show. I finally look up and see everyone looking at me. One guy in a beat up truck even flipped me off. Eventually, I pull up to the window to pay, oh, and the lady awesome. smiles and says, Are you the douchebag who ordered the burger and Coke? 
and winked, <laughs> and winked at me. I can't remember the last time I laughed so hard. I can't. I just can't. He, she, then she went on to say, I get back on the road and hear you say that you were picturing a, crime, a creep listening with windows down. I had to pull over and tell you right away. Hope it made you giggle. It sure did, Sharna. It sure did. Yeah. I think I've said this before. I think this is what we had talked about. Was this about me talking about the band from the 80s I rediscovered? Oh, so, yeah. 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 So the other wrinkle to that is I was telling... Kristen about that while we were walking in Walmart shopping and then a lady just like turned around and looks at me and gave me that look like what are you talking about <laughs> nobody wants to hear that band and I was like it's great it's great I've been walking around all week purposely singing it in front of her and driving her nuts uh, PSA announcement from Danelle guys it is Monday we start diarrhea awareness week <laughs> it runs until Friday <laughs> This is the kind of stuff you guys are miss- oh missing from the oh. Case Watch Crime Creep group. Anne Marie posted this, and she says, perfect engagement photo for the weird crime creeps like us. So it's a picture, and it looks like these two are levitating. <laughs> I've says, seen that, yeah. forgot to reposition the camera for a jumping picture. The photo came out a bit disturbing. I love that. Our Tammy posted, she's had a tough life. She's been to, and her name is Helen Bach. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Oh, this. Oh, well, look at that little cute kitty from Sydney Prescott. My crime kitty had her own kitties. A slew of crime creep kitties at my house. Oh, so sweet. And that pitch is so sweet. I want them. All yeah, of them. Send them. Can you send them to us? I'll, I'll Via UPS email. Them, UPS them to my box. My <laughs> <laughs> Your litter box? Yes, right to the litter box. All right. So this is one that kind of went over my head a little bit at the beginning because... I, you know, my head, my mind was not in the gutter for once. I'm just going to read it to you, but I'm going to make you guys go and check it out. Wait, I hope it's the one that I'm looking at right now. I'm going to wait. Victoria Martin posted, yep. this is why social distancing is so important, folks. It's all fun and games until somebody loses an eye. If you want to know why, you need to go to the Case Watch Crying Creep group and check it out because it is delightful. I'm so annoyed. I had that up next. Look she at, really did. That was the one I was going to read next. See, we don't know who's going to read what, guys. Uh, did I uh, flabbergasted you? You flabbergasted me. Oh, oh, oh. No, no, no. We are not bringing that up now. We're going to use them on the podcast. I am, I am absolutely bamboozled. That's it. That's all you're saying. All Don't right, get okay, yourself worked okay, up okay. into a kerfluffle. All right. <laughs> Stop we're, using, it. we're using these Stop later. Stop it, you pumpernickel. <laughs> I love that one. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I'm screenshotting it right now. I was extremely busy this entire week that I had off from my normal work because I was out doing my other stuff. So I hadn't even had a chance. So I actually saw that post probably a couple hours after it came out. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is happening. Uh, I love every bit of this. So Bridget Jennings posted. A t-shirt and it says this is so accurate nobody likes a douche canoe and it has like the a I love this unicorn one. yeah that the, i should i gotta do more shirts people like it when we come up with new stuff i gotta come up with some new ones yeah we do uh tim says it's pretty cool hearing the stuff that i send you guys use on the podcast i tell my wife about it and she's like cool then goes on with her day <laughs> you know what's even cooler tim was when you are said host of this podcast and you say really cool stuff and have all these people who really like what you say. And then you tell your girlfriend about it. She's like, oh, cool. <laughs> and then continues to play Candy Crush and <laughs> could not give two diddly squats. I can't. Oh, my God. She couldn't give two naked poops about hey, charity. Hey, not fair. <laughs> Stop it. So Sherry posted this about the guy who climbed into the, I'm going to say pooper, <laughs> even though she used a different word. That's really funny. To look at the woman's buns, would that make him a pee-pee Tom instead of a pee-pee Tom? Oh, that's so gross. Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> All right. To wrap it up, Stephanie Beam says, I feel famous. She is famous. Mark and Charity not only said my name, but used my case on Triple D's. Oh. Hey, Mark. What? Sorry, go on. I didn't mean to interrupt Oh, no. You. That was it. Um, she wrote so- more, but that's the only part. She feels famous, and she is. She is famous. She's part of the crime, crime she, creep group. She sure Connie, is. T- uh, Connie Teller says right below, I know, right? And then Steffi wrote the, uh, she's got the, the guy from Superbad doing the thing on his face, which I love. I love that guy. I, don't, I can't remember his name right now, but 
Hey, Mark. Do you know how I'm the grand dame of open it on? Oh, yes. I was searching for this. You got your it. name. I know. She gave you your name. And I can't I, I find it's it now. I a good one. I said that we were all done, but this, I, no, we're not. Danelle had another one that made me laugh because I actually thought we were going to get our group canceled because it was at Never Buy Cheap Socks and it does not look like a toe. <laughs> it does not I was like, look wait, like a wait, toe wait a at all. That one was super good. I know. I have to find my name again. Melissa Yount does that. I like that the reporter's face, and it looks like a guy that was drawn from the Sunday comics. Which <laughs> totally I does. absolutely love. Totally. There's a ton of cool stuff on here, guys. If you want to hear your stuff on here, you know, keep you know sending it in and let us know. And I have mine right here. I dubbed the Mark, the Marquee of the mic. Yes. Marquee. Love it. I like yours, too, though. The Grand Dame of Opinion. The Grand Dame of Opinion. I love it. It has a nice ring to it. Let's roll right in. We're going to do things a little different this week. What do you got? Um, We have a new segment, Mark. We do. Is this the one that you told me to prepare the, the music for? It is. All right. I made an intro for this, and Charity I, has I've not heard not it. I have not heard it. I'm so excited. Are you ready? Yes. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. emergency yeah so like i did a thing and it's a uh, kind of embarrassing that's awesome so if you haven't guessed this is going to be a segment about dumb 911 calls or just funny ones in general yeah. both there's a little bit of both a little bit of uh both in this world yeah exactly so um there was a woman and she was really worried about her neighbor because she could hear some really strange noises coming from their apartment. And it sounded like someone was in severe distress. So, of course, she did what you should do, right? You see something, hear something. You see something, say something. Say yeah. something. So she called 911. When um, the police arrived, they found that the man living in the apartment next door was just having a rough time trying to push out a deuce. Ew. I thought that was going somewhere <laughs> different. No. Nope. Nope. He was really what telling number two what needed to do and it definitely was in distress. I mean, and Let's be honest. We've all been there. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and lie like I haven't. Oh, I thought that was We great. all put our, our feet, you know, through the pants the same way. <laughs> I thought that was good. That that was definitely interesting. Interesting. I thought it was going to be something different completely. Mark, this one happened in Shel Shelby County, Ohio. A burglar was caught by police accidentally. Do you know how? No, I don't. Well, um, he was breaking into a home and um, accidentally butt dialed 911. It's not who you want to butt dial when you're committing yeah. a crime. So they came to the home thinking there was an emergency because they couldn't hear anything but like as he was trying to break in, you know, because it was like in his, oh, yeah. in his pant pocket. Oh, yeah, loud when you're breaking in. So when he heard the police breaking into the home or getting into the home to find out who was likely dying inside, he hid in a closet. But they found him. Yeah, that one wasn't, that one was kind of stupid. Yeah. Oh, I've read this one actually. Do you know how they found him? How? Because his low battery indicator went off. No. An audible noise when they're getting ready to leave it. the house. That I is amazing. Like, amazing. Foiled twice by that. Yep. Good job, buddy. So, Mark. So, Charity. In um, Regina, Canada, there was a frantic 911 call that came in, and it came from somebody who was at a Canadian Football League stadium that there was a horrible fire going on and that they needed the fire department, to arrive immediately. 
They did so, of course. Of course. That's what you uh, do. It's an emergency. You called 911. They're coming. Well, it turns out that the fire was just a burning log displayed on the stadium's giant video screen. Well, some of those are really lifelike. Clearly. That's awesome. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, my God. I love it. All right, Charity, what do you have? Do you have another? I do. I need one more. This, this is, one is good. Okay. So a woman in Georgia contacted the police because she couldn't find her Chevy van. It had been stolen. Someone definitely, definitely stole her van. Okay. Wasn't on a property whatsoever. One of my biggest fears. Yeah. Your vehicle gets stolen. That's yep. horrible. So anyways, she had to call them back because she felt a little stupid because she found her vehicle. It actually was in the yard, but it was hidden behind tall weeds. Oh, yeah. That long's so, worse than mine. Yeah. I, that's the first thing that came to my mind, actually. Oof. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I thought you'd like that one. I really do, honestly. It kind of hits a little close to home for me, though. Yeah, that one maybe. But you don't have like tall weeds. I'm looking out the window right now, guys. If you look out the other window out back, yeah, the, the backyard is like land of the Yeah, but lost. no one sees that. My neighbor does. He complains to Kristen all the time. Oh, I'd worry about ticks. Yeah, well, I don't go back there, so. Well, you got to be careful still. What has Sophie got a tick? Oh, she doesn't she go outside. She doesn't go outside. Are you kidding that's me? That's true. She just snuggles with I her can actually on the couch all day. Open the door and she'll look out there and be like, yeah, like that's gross out there. Like there's AC and food in here. So FYI, I'll stay. Sophie's pissed right now that we're in here again. Yes. She hates it. She gives Mark like a death stare. Like she wouldn't get off his lap, seriously. I would let her come in here, but she causes a ruckus. What if she just sat on your lap? She won't. Oh. She gets in here and it's playtime. What about her little like stand thing that she nope. sits? Oh, okay. Nope. I so, know better. Sorry, Sophie. Auntie Charity tried. Guys, make sure you follow the show on social media, Facebook and Instagram, Case Watch Podcast, Twitter, Case Watch Pod. Text and voicemail line is 603-212-4600. Become the star of Case Watch. Yes. We Send in something. It. We're going to play it. Yep. Also, if you're old school like me, info at casewatchpodcast.com. Dot com. Dot com. Oh. All right, Charity, I want to hear what you're going to bamboozle us with today. I'm just trying to work these words in like a... Hold on. Let me get my screenshot up before I begin. Because that's not fair. You're like you ahead of me. you all flabbergasted or what? I already said that one. Well, I can say it again. No. That's not fair at all. That's very... Um, discombobulated of you and I don't appreciate your shenanigans. All right, well, Caddy Wampus on on to the next episode. Let's go. Why don't you stop your lollygagging? I do lollygag a lot. Yeah. I can't help it. What is a malarkey? 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 Oh. <laughs> <laughs> true true oh, or words could not be said right God. there that charity Clearly not it's things. me. So today we're going to be talking about crimes of passion. Oh. Mhm. We've all heard of Crimes of Passion, right? Oh, of course. Who's the first person you think about? Oh, uh, Lorena Bobbitt. Yes. Most of us have heard that story, right? That was happened when I was, you know, a little bit younger. So yeah. there's always Lorena Bobbitt jokes. She was so school. upset. So the story goes that he was abusive to her. Yep. And he was, I think he was cheating on her too, or she found out he was cheating. I'm not sure, but he, he was, her. she said he raped her more than once. And after the final rape... She lost it, cut his unit off, and threw it in a field. Yeah, but, out of a moving vehicle. But he got it reattached and went on to have a nice little porn career. <laughs> I know. I want to watch it just to say but I did. that's besides the point. Yeah, I know. Like, it must fully be in a working... Whatever surgeon that was, man, woof, they good, deserve good some... Good on uh, you. Seriously. We've even covered some cases on this very podcast that involved crimes of passion. So let's first find out exactly what a crime of passion is. Here is what Miss Wiki has to say. Isn't that cuter? Cuter than Miss. I like the Miss Wiki. Yeah, instead I of do. Wikipedia. A crime of passion in popular usage refers to a violent crime, especially homicide, in which the perpetrator commits the act against someone because of a sudden strong impulse, such as anger, rather than a premeditated crime. Guys, there are so many cases of crimes of passion that I think this is this must be a reoccurring segment of episodes. So this episode and then the next episode are is good, we're going to be covering passion crimes. But there's so 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 many of them out there. We're going to come back to this absolutely. And next week, just giving you guys a heads up now before Charity gets head over tea kettle into this episode. <laughs> One episode next week, probably going to drop on Wednesday. 
Um, unfortunately, I am taken off to do some stuff for work, so we won't be able to record the week after. So we're going to give you a super fun episode of all of what you love. Me and Charity shooting the breeze. Not that- a nick and poop to be found. I was just going to say that word. Oh, did I steal it from just you? Just skedaddle, will ya? All right, Pumpernickel, get back to it. <laughs> See, this is the way my mind works. Like that, me just saying pumpernickel made me think of something that I meant to bring up onto the podcast, but I forgot before. So everybody knows that my old favorite commercial was Scoop There It Is, which is the tag team. Yes. French vanilla, Rocky Road, chocolate, (laughs) peanut butter, cookie dough, Scoop. (laughs) There it is. That is a good one. That is great, but it's been replaced for me. Oh, with what? There's a new one where they go paprika and the whole crowd goes paprika. And I absolutely love it, and I do it just like that every single time it comes on, and I'm pretty sure if I continue to do it, I'm going to need to find a new place to live. Oh. Because she hates it. Have you kind of just worn worn through it a little too much? Yes, because I say it every time. Paprika! Yeah, and he just, just, got, like that. He just got so excited just then. I do. Seriously? See, this on my face? The hand went up. We really, really, when things calm down a little bit, it's racing season right now, guys. Yes, I'm super busy. He's super busy. When things calm down, we promise to do more lives. I know we keep saying that, but we promise to because this is just too good to like not see these this animation that Mark makes. So I know we have a lot of creeps that actually cross over to who listen to all yep. the different stuff that I do. Yep. So if you are one of those creeps and you are a racing fan, you're going to be at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. This Saturday, I will be there, and I will have Case Watch swag with me. So if you do see me, I'll be wearing – what will I wear? I'll wear a, uh, a green I'll, – I'll wear my blue shirt that will say inside NHSTRA on it is what it will say on it, front and back, but I'll have a photo vest on, brown. So if you see me – Will you take pictures with the said creeps? I don't care. Of course I nice. will. Nice. So if you see me, give me a shout-out, and I'll hook you up with some stickers. So Love it will that. be this coming Saturday, New Hampshire Motor Speedway. I'll be there for the – uh, modified race and for the um, Xfinity race, who my friend is racing in. So it's awesome. Be even That's we, awesome. We're gonna be partying in the pits all night long. After, Love so. that. Love that. So sorry, I hijacked your uh, crime. That's of fine. Miss Wiki's extremely upset with me. She's now. fine. She's fine. I love her. I look up everything on oh, there. Oh, me too. She's a delight. We mentioned this before. Remember, this is kind of makes you laugh. I don't mean to continue to sidetrack you, but my mind is like in one of those moods where I just want to hear me. Oh, so <laughs> and you heard it first, guys. Now, we've talked about this, like I said, once before, but it's funny when you really look back at life and you see like these businesses that are you know going gangbusters and they're like completely ruined. Yep. So just like Wikipedia took out like Britannica, Everything. And all these different ones, World Book. And yeah, it's just not that. Just think about that. Like Kodak, Kodak invented the first digital camera and went, oh, we can't. Get this, because this is going to stop our film sales. Yeah. And now they're nothing. I know. There used to be a guy that used to do these um, sport betting lines, where he would give you the lines and give you who's playing and scores and stuff like that. It used to be a 900 number you would call, kind of like the other 900 numbers. What do you t- What do you talk? I don't know. Okay. I've heard about them. All right. So you would call this, and you would get, you know, you would get to betting lines and stuff like that, and all of that crap, and... They were making millions and millions of dollars. Then all of a sudden, like the internet hit, and he was like, "I went from making a million dollars in January to making zero oh, in February. Yeah, I like know. his business was gone. It's just I so know. funny. It is. It's it, the way things, technology evolves. All right, enough of me making a lollygag over here, Charity. Yeah, get stop back your to lollygagging. So some crimes of passion aren't those between two lovers, though. I don't know if you've ever heard this. I'm sure you have. Marvin Gaye was engrossed in a severe drug high, making him extremely paranoid in 1984. During his paranoid fog, he started an argument with his father over an insurance document that he couldn't find. This argument became so out of control that it became a fight, a very violent fight. His father grabbed his 38 pistol, which was a gift from Marvin, and shot Marvin directly in the heart. I didn't know this. I didn't either. What a nincompoop. Yeah. That's an understatement. Yeah. A, a douchey nincompoop. I mean... A, a douche and poop. A douche and poop. Oh, oh, that sounds a little... Oh, that does. Oh, Ooh, sorry, guys. Ooh, I, no. Just, you didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah, just strike that from the... It's like we're in a courtroom. Just strike that. Hey, let me play something funny and cute. Ready? Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Meow. There we go. We oh, forgot so all about it's it totally now. totally gone. We forgot it. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, do the other one. Oh, so, uh, there we right, go. Perfect. I feel better Ooh. now. Ooh. 
That's good. All right, let's move forward. Please don't ever say douche and poop again. Oh, I did it again. Hit the button. Hit the button. Oh, oh. oh thank you. Okay. Oh, sorry, Charity. It's fine. Kansas Chiefs player Jovan Belcher had a bunch of arguments with his girlfriend, Cassandra Perkins, after he went to a concert without her. The arguments became more severe and violence ensued. Jovan grabbed a gun and shot Cassandra in, her, in their home right in front of Ooh. his mother. Of her mother, I'm sorry. It was in front of her mother. Completely beside himself with what he had just done, Jovan drove to the chief's practice facility. The owner and general manager were both there. The emotional mess of a man knelt down on the field and he shot himself in the head, not able to live with what he had done. Oh, wow. Isn't that sad? I remember when that story came out and I was like, wow, that's just... Oh, like senseless, right? So senseless. Now, again, two people, especially someone who had a great career ahead of them. Yeah. Mark Cicillon, Cicillon, I don't know how to say it, was a rugby champion. In 2004, he and his wife attended a wedding. There were reports that Mark was depressed. Maybe it was because he was a former rugby champion. Maybe he longed for his days of glory. So maybe, you know, he... He was, had gotten older. He was no longer a champion. You know, back in the day, he was all about him. And, oh, yeah. You no. Know. Anyway, he got really drunk at the wedding and decided he wanted to go home. Well, his wife didn't want to leave yet. He pleaded with her, but she just wasn't ready to go. This angered him so much that he grabbed his 357 Magnum and started shooting his wife in the chest right at the wedding. Wow. Yeah. I assume it was probably like the um, reception. Unbelievable. Yeah. This is another one that received a ton of media coverage. Which means I probably have never heard no, of it. No, you've heard of this. Okay. Oscar was a, Oscar Pistorius was a South African sprint runner. Okay, a yeah. really good one, having to use prosthetic legs. He was an inspiration to many. Blade runner. Yep. That is until he killed his wife. Valentine's Day, 2013. Oscar shot his girlfriend. Was it his girlfriend or his wife? I thought it was his girlfriend. Okay, sorry. I, I take that back. He killed his girlfriend. He, why, that's why I always just say yeah. partner. Part, oh, that's good. It makes it so much Perfect. Easier. Okay, so partner on Valentine's Day t- 2013. Oscar shot her through a door. Her name was Riva Steenkamp. He claimed that he thought she was an intruder. He was charged with culpable homicide. Culpable homicide is a form of criminal homicide that indicates there was no intent to kill. Basically accidental. I call shenanigans on that one. I really do. Well, listen, in September of 2014, Oscar was found guilty and was sentenced to a maximum of five years in prison. He also got three years for reckless endangerment. Some people believe this was a crime of passion and not a mistake. I believe it 100% was. In yeah. In my opinion. There, I remember when... I remember when that was all going on and they were looking into their relationship and it, I think it, it, I don't know if it was a little rocky and I don't exa- know exactly what went down, but yeah, I don't remember the, the exact stuff, but none of that ever made sense to, to just, me. It just to me, it doesn't make sense to just shoot through a door. No, you know, like, wouldn't you sit up, feel the bed to see if she's there? You know, I, I don't, I don't know unless, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that, but that was the ruling. So that's how you have to go. I hate it, though. But we are going to get into quite a discussion, I think, or discussions, because I want to see your feelings on the whole passion killings and how they prosecute. Oh, yeah. Okay. So get yourself ready, Mark. I'm, I'm ready. You, you creeps, too. You guys ready? Although you are the grand dame of opinion. I'm the grand dame of opinion. But guys, get yourself ready. If you're in your car, if you're walking, if you're exercising, if you're doing backflips, I don't know what you're doing. Shout out to us. We want to know your opinions as well. So yep. whatever I have to answer, you have to as well. Yep. Facebook and Instagram, Case Watch Podcast. Reach out to the show. We want to hear from you. Yes, please do. Here is an interesting one that I dove into a little bit more than I just briefly did on those ones. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Clara Harris was born on February 3rd, 1958 in Bogota, Colombia. Her given name was Clara Suarez. And she was raised by her mother. So she had a single mother, which was fine. As an adult, she studied hard to become a dentist. Moving to the United States in the late 1980s, She went to the University of Texas School of Dentistry in Houston. In 1991, she met David Harris at the Castle Dental Center where they both worked. He, Mark, was an orthodontist. So these are both people who worked very hard to get a really good career going. And they met and it was a whirlwind and they fell in love. 
They were married in less than a year from the time they met. So they really, really fell hard for each other. Oh, yeah. They actually got married on February 14th, 1992. How romantic. They got married on Valentine's Day. Those ones always usually end well. Yeah. Oh, here's an interesting thing that I found. So Clara was actually named Mrs. Columbia Houston at one point. Oh, wow. So she was a pretty woman. All women are pretty. Of Beauty's course. Beauty's on the inside. Uh, Mark's going to get a lot of love from that. By the way, you're be- guys, he's beating me on Instagram. I just checked. Did you know that, Mark? I did. I just didn't want to rub it in. Why are you beating me? Because I'm cool. What? Well, then that means you're saying I'm not cool. Oh, no, you're cool. You're just not cool as me. That's not nice. That's really not. That's and my- now you just made that comment to try to get even more likes. No, now I'm going to lose it. People are going to go in there and unlike my stuff. No, they're not. No, Charity's just as cool as me. Anyways. In 1993, she opened her own dentist office. As time went on, David opened Space Center Orthodontics. The two welcomed twin boys, Brian and Bradley, in 1998, and they were also raising a daughter named Lindsay, David's daughter from a previous relationship. So from what it sounded like, they kind of co-owned this. It was like an umbrella for her doing dentistry and he doing orthodontics. You know, she'd be the dentist that sent her patients to him, the orthodontist. And they'd made money together type of thing. And they owned more than one dental office together. They did very well for themselves. That's good. The family lived in Friendswood, Texas. I love that. Friendswood. Am I saying that right? It says friends. F-R-I-E-N-D-S. Wood. Texas. That's cute. Friendswood. That could be taken a couple different ways. If you're Mark, maybe. but not in my, in my mind, that's like a place I would want to live because, yeah, put it together. I can't. So this was in a very well-to-do area. They had a beautiful home and had many friends in the community. Everything, everything seemed to be going great. They were making great money, living in a beautiful home in a great community with their children. But at some point during the marriage, David started having an affair. This affair was with their receptionist, a woman named Gail Bridges. Well, it is friends would. What? <laughs> no, what you just said. Friends would. <laughs> I get it now. I get it now. Come on, my mind is always in the gutter. I put oh, on this, this non-Mark persona on. He no, I'm just joking. No, it is always in the gutter though. <laughs> there must have been more than one flag because Clara got suspicious and confronted her husband on July 17th, 2002, and he confessed that he and Gail were having an affair. Clara marched herself to the office where Gail worked and fired her on the spot, letting her know she knew about the fair. So good for her, right? Went right down. I know you're screwing my husband. That doesn't Girlfriend, well. That doesn't end well for the, anybody, though. Why? It just never does. Sorry, I didn't mean to. All right. I got to be honest here. I just had something pop off on my computer. Yeah. And I absolutely like burst out laughing. Okay. Well, what so we, even though we just did best of the week, I had this just came in. All right. Well, we'll pause so we can hear it. So Brandy just posted one that said probably wouldn't actually mess with any of my kids much. They know me too well. She wrote this just went into the group that says I'm going to cut out a bunch of newspaper articles about an unsolved murder and keep them in a box in my closet just to F with my kids' heads after I die. Oh, my So, like, God. it just popped up in front of me. And that's I'm like, funny. That's awesome. So all my attention's back on the episode. But okay. Brandy, you just, you gave Mark the lulls yes. right there live uh, on the air. All right, and he has, like, eight machines in front of him. Like, I literally I can just see one of his eyeballs now. It's like, it's like a, just a little, anyways. There's just a little teeny rid of room that I, yes. I leave. Because usually this is over here. More. Yeah. So anyways. I moved it over so I could see Charity's uh, smile and looking over at me, reading her stuff. That's right. Actually, she points at me when she messes up and wants I go, me to stop. She's I, like, nope, stop. stop it. So she did. She told her, you know what? This, this needs to stop. You're fired. You're not going to be working here. I can't believe that you crossed the line, blah, blah, blah. You know he's my husband. I'm sure she had lots of things to say, and I'm sure it was not G-rated. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Her next course of action was to hire a private investigator to follow David around to see if he and Gail were still carrying on. Of course they are. She did, did this through Blue Moon Investigations. On July 24th, 2002, Clara received a call from the private investigator notifying her that David was at a hotel with Gail. Ooh, mm-hmm. not good. So the night of the 24th, Clara drove to the Hilton Hotel in Wasu Bay, Texas. 
Little side note, this was the same hotel that Clara and David got married at. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's like bringing your mistress to your girlfriend's favorite Ugh, restaurant. Yeah. Like, you don't do that. Oh, my God. That'd be so you bad. Go, you go to the next town, different style restaurant. Yeah, of course. I mean, come on now. Don't be stupid. She must have been fuming and wanted to catch her husband and Gail red-handed. Upon arrival, Clara walked into the hotel lobby, saw Gail, and attacked her. Good. Employees of the hotel quickly stopped the attack, and instead of calling the police, they just walked Clara out to her car. Oh, and by the way, she had her stepdaughter, Lindsay, in the passenger seat of her Mercedes-Benz. Ooh. I'm thinking she wanted to embarrass him, and that's why Absolutely. she brought the daughter along, you know, yep. so she could see what kind of person her father really was. I'm personally not a fan of this at all, guys. If they're marital problems, they should stay between the two people married, and the children should not be involved. I'm sorry. There like, should never be any fighting. No. Between parents, step parents, any of that. Right. Ex parents. And God only whether knows. You're, whether you're, say, like in my situation yeah. where I have a, a child with my ex wife who we're not together, I've never said a, a bad word about them to my kid in my entire life, and nor would I ever because nope. I hate. I hate people that do that stuff. Me too. Nuts. Me too. Anyhow, Clara waited in the parking lot of the hotel in the car with her stepdaughter. I wonder what they talked about while they were waiting, Mark. How old was the stepdaughter? Again? I don't know. Oh, see, the, but that, old that enough. Really, but clearly old enough to understand. That helps with what they may have been saying, right? <laughs> Keep in mind, if the police had call, had been called right away, she wouldn't have been there still. Yeah, good. that's a very good point. Of course, though, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Looking back, you know, you say I shoulda, coulda, woulda. I'm not sure how long the two waited in the car, but eventually David and Gail came out of the hotel. Without a thought, as soon as Clara saw them, she gunned it on the <gasps> gas and struck her husband with her running car, running, excuse me, and struck her husband with her car and ran him over. Oh, my. David was pronounced dead at the scene right there in the parking lot. The autopsy of his body revealed that David had only one tire mark. However, Lindsay and other eyewitnesses said Clara ran over her husband three times. Are oh you my God. serious? I feel so bad for David's daughter having to watch her stepmother run over her father and kill him. A stepmother that I'm sure she loved. Yeah. Like that's, I can't not possibly even fathom that happening. That is nuts. That's crazy. So many other ways to deal with this infidelity. The, you know, it just, oh my God. Divorce him and take him for everything he's worth. Clara was obviously arrested and charged with murder. Her trial began in 2003. Lindsay had to take the stand and explain exactly what happened, reliving the horrible incident. The so that, that gives insult to injury. Right? right now she's emotionally damaged forever. Oh, 100%. The recording of the police interview was played for the jury, and they heard Clara say, quote, I wanted to hurt him. Prosecutors, prosecutors wanted to prove that she went to the hotel that day with the intent on hurting both David and Gail. I don't believe that. You don't think she did? Nope. I honestly, all right. So who has ever been in a relationship where there's been cheating? Obviously I have. Yep. Um, you're not going there with the intent to cheat. You want to see it for your own eyes to yeah. help process it. And then sometimes this is why these okay, are so you're gonna have a different So you're going to have a different take uh, on this I'll hold, than me. That's right, because we're going to discuss. Yeah, you're going to have a different take on this than me, because I, I don't know. Hold on. Gail happened to be the lucky one and was able to avoid a car attack. So I don't know if David like, saw it coming and pushed Gail out of the way, or if Gail was just able to run out of the way, or, yep. or maybe if Clara was, was just like, yeah, I was just going to say. The most hurtful evidence presented by the prosecution was a video taking, taken of the entire incident. Oh, Guess who took this video, Mark? Uh, please don't be the stepkid. Nope. The very private investigator that was hired by Clara. Oh, no way. thought that was interesting. Well, he was yeah. there. So he's like, all right, going to video this. It showed her Mercedes driving around the parking lot three times, finally parking it next to her husband's dead body. I'm not sure why it mattered, but the defense tried their best to prove Clara only ran over David once. She still killed him. Maybe they were trying to get a lesser charge, thinking like, oh, I hit him by accident or I this. Uh, I don't know. This was debunked by David's daughter, Lindsay, and the other eyewitnesses that took the stand. There were also police pictures from the scene showing more than one tire mark on the pavement, suggesting she, didn't in, she did indeed run her husband over more than once. Clara was advised by her lawyers to not take the stand. They thought it would hurt her. She ignored the advice and took the stand anyway. 
She thought she could explain what really happened to her and what led to David being killed. This made things so stressful, Mark, that her lawyer collapsed in the courtroom and had to be taken to the hospital. Oh, wow. So he was so stressed, like, dude, like, I, I told you not to go on the stand. It's going to hurt us even more. And she did anyways because she thought it would help. And she was not listening to him. He ended up being okay, thank God. But can you imagine you're stressing your lawyer out so much that he passes out or collapses? That's kind of crazy, actually. Clara tried to explain how she didn't see her husband and accidentally ran him over more than once with her car. The only problem with that, Mark, is all the witnesses, including her own stepdaughter, you know, (laughs) saw it. But they must have been wrong, right? Yes. Yeah. Listen to this, guys. She was found guilty of murder on February 14th, 2003. She and David's wedding anniversary. How much of a coincidence is that? That is a quickie dink. Right. That's not on the list. I just added it. <laughs> uh, the jurors found that found the murder to be one of, quote unquote, sudden passion. The maximum sentence under this finding is 20 years. So that's what she got. Here's where I discuss. All right. I don't know how I feel about this. Yes, it was a crime of passion. And I do think she lost her mind at the time of the murder, but she still killed somebody. And that someone's daughter had to watch it happen. I don't know how I, I, I just... It's still, you still murdered somebody. Yeah. On, on top of, well, I'm going to get into it, how I feel. On top of her sentencing, Clara was fined $10,000. I'm not sure what that was for, the $10,000. Do you have any idea? Uh, you got to have some sort of penalty. Oh, because uh, with the previous episode we did with the the um, New York Strangler, yep. how he got fined because he, he burned the hotel rooms. I understood that, but I didn't, I don't know. Whatever. She was sent to Mountain View Unit in Gatsville, Texas. While incarcerated, she transferred Braille for text for blind children. At least she was doing something helpful and productive, right? Yep. The twin boys Clara and David had together um, were taken to be raised by trusted family friends. They were brought to see their mother about once a month while she was in prison. Clara was denied parole April 11th, 2013 and September 2016. She was granted parole in 2017, five years earlier than her sentencing. So she just only did 15 years in prison. She can thank her twin boys for this. They argued at the hearing that they already lost their father. They said they deserve their mother back. Clara was released on May 11, 2018, ordered to wear an ankle bracelet and take regular and random drug alcohol tests. She needed to get a job and live in Galveston County. Oprah Winfrey interviewed her before she was released, and she had this to say. Of course, Oprah got involved. I love this. (laughs) I want to be judged by what really happened, not by the speculation people had made. I found myself in a situation I never thought myself capable of. This opens up an entire debate. Should someone get a lesser charge, like in this case, because of it being a a crime of passion, or should they be judged solely on the crime itself? Here's my debate. If you hit someone with your car and kill them because you were impaired due to a substance like alcohol or drugs, you didn't do it on purpose, right? Yep. So shouldn't you get a lesser sentence? No, because you already broke the law by being above the legal limit or taking illegal drugs. Right. But how is it different from this? All right. So me and Charity are from two different worlds. We usually agree on everything. Not always. we're, we're, We're... I mean, people that know us know that we agree on most A lot. Everything. Yeah, a lot we do. Sometimes we, we've had discussions that where we haven't fully agreed, though. No, no. They, those ones get interesting. I we love should those. record those at some point. I love those ones. <laughs> They're the best. Um, so you've never been mad and lost your temper and done something oh, stupid? Um, My hand's up. I have a, a I mean, a of course. Of, of course. But I mean, I, murder to me is like you took someone's life. And at that point, I don't think she was intending on killing him. I don't him. think she was intending on killing what him. What I think, and I can't, you know, this is my opinion. Opinion. Grand king of opinion over here, because I can't be a dom. Grand dom of opinion. That is the best nickname ever, I know. by the way. You got to say it just like that, though, guys. Grand dom of opinion. <laughs> but no, so let's take out what they did for work. Let's take all of that stuff out. They're not rich. It doesn't matter who they are. This could be... Two junkies. It doesn't matter. So, so we try to get lost in the whole, oh, they were affluent and they were this and they were that and they right. were rich. Take that all out. It doesn't right. matter. Mm-hmm. You 
have somebody that you're in love with. Right. And now you find out they're cheating on you. And now, for instance, then it's like, oh, it's over, it's over, I promise, I promise. And then you get told that it's not. Right. Put yourself in her shoes. You see them walking out of that hotel room together knowing what just happened. You're going to see red. And you're not going to see them, and you're going to go. And I don't think, I think her intent was to scare or hurt. Three times? She, she obviously had a mental break. Like one She ran percent. over him. That's the thing that gets me. I would have done it five. If she, and I think that's why, I think that's why they tried to say, <laughs> tell people, tell the people you're joking, please. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I, I think the reason. Charity knew I was joking. Yes. But. I think the reason the defense wanted to try to prove it was just once was to prove what you're just saying. She didn't mean it. She lost her shit. Didn't mean to hit him and did. But the fact that. There was not just the daughter, but many other eyewitnesses said, no, she circled the parking lot and ran over his body all those times. That, to me, is like... Yeah, that doesn't make a difference to me. Oh, I, don't I, I don't care. That, that to me, doesn't matter because you're not allowed to just say, oh, you, you blacked out and lost your mind, but you're only allowed 18 seconds. How, how they, long did it take three times? But here's the thing. They didn't, they didn't use that approach they didn't say she blacked out they didn't the defense didn't no i know but i'm just saying i i don't care what the defense says i don't care any of that stuff i'm saying what i think happened in her head i mean i think she had a mental break she could have and she lost it do you know how many times i should be fired from my real job because of how many i, I mark is a temper people yeah i mean everyone and I lose does. it once in a while everyone can have a temper I mean, and if i'm out on the road by myself and something happens i'll be like that's it i'm done i don't i i don't give two s's anymore right but as the night goes on, five, ten minutes pass. I'm like, oh, it's whatever, whatever. It's behind me. It's right. done. It's over. Your mind clears. And I guarantee once her mind cleared, she realized what she did. I'm sure. I don't know. I just don't know how you guys tell me. I don't know how I feel about it, about only having 15 years for killing the father of your children. I don't know. Well, at the same token, Charity, he could not have been a scumbag. He could have kept his winky I in his agree. wallet. I agree. I, I I am not excusing him cheating. That is not right either. I get that. I totally understand that. So at the, at the same token, you know, tip for tat. Like, none of this would have happened. So every action, now that we know they're called Newton's balls. Oh, God. Every action is an equal and opposite reaction. True. She would have never been put in this situation if he did not do that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, we can agree to disagree, yes. and we want to hear what you guys have to say. We're, let's wrap this episode let's up. Let's wrap it up. We're already getting pretty pretty long in the All tooth right. on this one. So Long in the tooth. Long in the tooth. All right, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys. See ya. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.